Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Modern Superior. Hello, welcome to episode 306 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, March 14th, 2018. My name is Dan Gorman. The last guy I dated only hung out with me to play chess with my dad, and the guy before that was only using me for my freezer. (laughs) My name is Greg LeGrow, and we would have come sooner, but your husband wasn't dead then. And no Casey today. No, but we have a very special guest. Special guest. I'm Jamie Dew, and my orders came through. My squadron ships out tomorrow. We're bombing the storage depot at Dacre at 1800 hours. We're coming in from the north below their radar. When will you be back? I can't tell you that. It's classified. <laughs> oh, <Right>. my God. <laughs> we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, the, we did Winner's Choice in Film Roulette. The low roller had to see... The Seven Guardians of the Tomb. Or just Guardians of the Tomb. Or just Guardians of the Tomb. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some The Music. Yeah. And we (laughs) will roll for movies next week. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Go to Modern Superior. Click the Patreon button. For two bucks, you get in the Slack. Five bucks gets you bonus content. And you can follow us online at Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. It's all a sham. Uh, Casey is out this week, mm. as mentioned. Um, some health stuff going on in the family, but yeah. everybody's okay. Everyone's okay. Everyone's fine, but... Yeah, but yeah. they've had a long week. They've, they've had a rough week. Yeah. Yeah, so... Get better soon. Get yeah, better yeah. soon. And Jamie's here. Yeah, we got Yay. Jamie Dew. Of, of the Do-Over. The Do-Over. Very popular podcast. Yes. Yeah, and very, very old at a show point, of strength. Yeah. yeah. And a show of strength, yes. yes. So uh, before we you. get to anything, I want you to give the listeners kind of a rundown of what a show of strength is, and then yeah. you guys also have something to talk about together. That's oh my right. Gosh. Yeah. A show of strength is a podcast that I've put together that deals with my journey through mental illness, um, the people I've met, the places I've been, and the stories I've heard along the way. So um, Right now, it's just me talking into a microphone every day, but I have a whole bank full of interviews of people I've talked to. Oh, cool. And I just need to get those things out there. But uh, you get to hear um, daily, you know, sort of recovery tips and where I'm at and what I'm doing and that kind of stuff. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. You, you call those daily ones the daily grind, right? That's right, yeah. the daily grind. So, and then those are going to lead up to the release of That's right. the, yeah. the episodic content. Um, 
And then you guys are doing something together. That's right. Yeah, we yeah. got a few in the we bank. Side project. Yeah, side project. Yeah. Side project. It's I'm so right. excited about it. It's uh, we talked about it for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> And then you did a reveal, I think. I think you. Yeah, even I mentioned yeah. we were going to do. Jamie yeah. and I are uh, hosting a show about the tragically hip. Yeah, because uh, we're both big fans, and uh, we've been talking about doing it forever. Just trying to get it together. We're both, you know, parents. It's hard uh, to find time to do things, <laughs> uh, but we're going to go through uh, every uh, hip studio album uh, in chronological order and uh, just talk about. Uh, our thoughts on the albums, track by track, and also the climate of music when they were released. What was kind of kind of going on in the the rough uh, uh, look at Canada at that time period? Because they are, of course, the the most Canadian band that's ever been. Yeah, yeah, or our most absolutely embraced Canadian band, of course. So yeah, uh, and we and look at them fully and and, and completely. completely. That is the name of the show: fully <laughs> yes. and completely. Uh, we've uh, recorded a few episodes. We wanted to bank some and get it going because, yeah. listen, you would try and do this stuff, and then there's immediate like, <laughs> "Hey, sorry, we sat down." One time we sat down, Mike's out, ready to go, and then I had like the daycare call. That's Mike, right. There's something wrong <laughs> yeah. with your child. You have to call. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, it's hard. I'm enough. trying to do a tragically hip podcast. Yeah, hey, daycare, yeah. you can fix this. It's hard enough to listen to music, rather <laughs> you let alone get together and then talk oh, about what you uh, listen to. <laughs> and we literally live walking distance from each other. <laughs> we do. It's insane. But we do have episodes banked, and I think like uh, we get. One more, one or one or two more done, and then we, I think we're enough ready to yeah. yeah. that we won't then like have gaps of no episodes. Really, we're looking for you to beg for it. Yeah, we, yeah, want yeah. You to beg. we really want to build Let us so, uh, <laughs> Go to Twitter at Fully Podcast and you know just say, "Give it to us." Yeah, yeah, and nice. we will. Nice. And what's the 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 Twitter for you and a show of strength? Oh, it's at a show of strength. Okay, yeah, go yeah. do that, and you're gonna want to subscribe. Yeah, yeah. I'm ex- I'm really excited about fully and completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. It's fun. Um, so you had a podcast about the Oscars, and we haven't talked about the Oscars yet no. on this show because we missed a week. But we should do that. Let's talk about the Oscars. All right, we all watched it. I assume. Yeah, did yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it feels like a long time. It ago. does feel it like does. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I feel like although at the same time it's been nice to have that time to like process a little. You know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or forget about them. or forget about them completely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a general question right off the top. Did you guys like the show? I thought it was fine. I thought overall it was a little better than usual. Yeah, me too. And yet, like a lot of the buzz afterwards was they're really harping I on Kimmel and don't yeah. really Kimmel. like Kimmel. I don't mind Kimmel, but I thought this year. Here's the thing that I thought about this year that was a little refreshing, and I feel like it was maybe this way last year, but. I in the the years before last year there's there's been a lot of years where they're like this year the theme is all going to be the magic of movies so they're going to be on stage yeah. with like a film reel and then all the video like yeah. and and they've done it so many times where it's like this year it's the people behind the camera yeah. <laughs> that, right. you know and I I liked that this year and again it was like this last year but I feel like this year they nailed it a little bit better which was like there was no in your face you know this year's theme is this it was there's a lot of important stuff going on yeah a lot of it will be addressed in some of the montages and there were some really great montages and and it's not so much that like the whole show was being themed in a certain way it was just nice it was just honestly kind of refreshing that they they didn't have one of those just like themes behind all the montages so everyone's going to be the same although i was kind of like don't do that military one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. so, that seems sort of but, uh, you know what strange I, uh, yeah, the place. It, it was but I think it was kind of a uh, 
uh, opening the doors. Yeah. Like, hey, we got to like include everyone. Yeah. Let's, and let's not do, make this line in the sand. You know, yeah. Uh, Del Toro, as we, you know, uh, drew attention to as well, like uh, making it about this is only our little club. You yeah. Know? And so it's nice to because you don't see that at the yeah. Oscars, you know, and it's, so it's kind of cool to have yeah. that there. It, I don't know if it was handled perfectly, but yeah. I'm glad. I think the intention was good. True. And I, I know a lot of people harp on Kimmel. I don't mind Kimmel. Me neither. I, I like think him. it's fine as a host because he's fairly tame. And I, yeah. he was pretty meh. It wasn't like the greatest. I mean, that's all I kept on saying was meh. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this wasn't the funniest Oscars no. I've ever seen. But he did a fine job and he kept the show really fucking moving. And I I don't know if this, maybe this isn't the year to have yet another white male host. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're going to, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm down with it being him because uh, with all of the gun violence that's happened over the last, well, I don't know, a couple hundred years yeah. in America, but a lot <laughs> in the last recent times, since he's been a very big public figure and talk yeah. show host, he's been super vocal. He's been very, and like, incredibly openly yeah. emotional about it. Yeah. Uh, and so I've, I've, I have respect for that. So. I, yeah, definitely. So, fine. If it's going to yeah. be, if this is what we're going to do, then yeah. he's, he's a fine enough choice. I, I had to get over that the last, I think it was last year yeah, that he, he hosted. Yeah, when he brought the people out? When, well, not that he brought the people out, but on, like, the red carpet, he had a th- bit where he went through the TV and it was, like, these overweight people with Cheetos on their fingers, yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah. judging the dresses like you idiots at home, yeah. and I was kind of like <laughs> fuck off. But I do think that like yeah, this year was a like it was like they learned a little bit what was wrong in some of that stuff from I, the last year, yeah. and then were able to skew it a little bit towards a better track. And I loved yeah. the montage that had Kumail Nanjiani in it. Where oh, he God. says, like, you know, I've been watching and relating to movies that star white men for my entire life. You can, like, do that now for yeah. our stories. And yeah, I was yeah. like, what it's a really great, easy. perfect yeah. way to put it. <laughs> Fucking great time for yeah. him to say that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I like the jet ski thing. The jet ski was funny. I think that really, that was a great way to tie everything. Yeah. Just keep it going. And the then, like, a nice recurring funny. joke. It was dumb enough. Then I found out that jet ski was $19,000. <laughs> I had no, I had no <laughs> jet crazy? skis were that expensive. Yeah. 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 Did the person really the get it? money on a jet ski? To have Helen Mirren come out and do the, like, that was really funny. She stayed on it through the credits. The The credits credits, were rolling and she was still on top of the fucking thing. (laughs) Totally. Oh, yeah. It it was a fine show. And it felt quick. Yeah. It wasn't as, uh, there wasn't a real I could have done it without him going to the theater. You know, like I, didn't I know hate that's that, bad. but it was also like you did that. Like I feel like they did that the, the yeah. last time he hosted. Uh, yeah, they, they were they like they brought, yeah, yeah. They went they somewhere. Into tour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so this is all right. I mean, those yeah. people yeah. in the movie theater were like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. So that's kind of. Okay. I saw a lot of snark about that. Like, hey, like interrupt your movie or whatever. And I was like, if I was in that theater, I'd be like, "Goddamn, yes! <laughs> Whoa, holy shit!" <laughs> like that would have been Should a fun. Yeah, that would have been a fun thing to see. Don't try and snark this into like cinema police territory. Like, who were they watching? Yeah, oh, did, Wrinkle did, in Time. It was yeah. a, it oh, was oh, a okay. sneak preview, Fair which enough. I'm sure oh, they were yeah. compensated for. The, yeah, you know, missing right. that totally blip right. of it. What are the reviews um, on that? Is that a popular movie? Is it's a... getting pretty down the middle with skew yeah. towards negative, unfortunately. Yeah, and if you think of that cast and everybody that's in it, like, yeah, yeah. holy geez, this is this should be a major. I'm still excited you know. to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just glad it exists because the, yeah. somebody pointed out that Chris Pine looks like. Uh, oh my God! When I saw that today, that's amazing. <laughs> Team America. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh. He really does. He, he really does. So much beard. like beard. Alarming. Those eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, were there any surprises for you? Uh, big no. award wise. Well, this is the other thing too. I didn't know. No award surprised me. Yeah. No. I did pretty I was... good. Came in, tied for second yeah. with Maria. Yeah. Uh, in our Oscar pool through the Patreon, yeah, uh, and because it was pretty, I was like, I it think was, I know yeah. what's going to go happen here. I, I, yeah. I, I fucked up on like live action short and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, you're just guessing there. Yeah, but, I guessed uh, on those. Yeah, I was, it seemed 
uh, pretty clear. Sorry, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I won't dominate this. Uh, <laughs> I, it seemed really clear what was going to win, and yeah. all of it was stuff that I liked. Totally. So there was nothing that I was like, don't That's how I felt fuck too. this crap, yep. you know? So and everything nominated was like pretty, like, yeah, this should pretty much be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so And the stuff that won was like, you can't really argue it. Yeah. All very nice and good, except for... What with all of everything we're talking about, and like, and you know, uh, Kobe Bryant, yeah, up there getting an Oscar is a little like, eh, yeah. Felt uh, I felt a little bit squeamish right. myself watching that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We, we think we forgot. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really know much about that, so at the time I was like, I, oh, yeah. okay, I yeah, guess. I kind of forgot, yeah. and then it was like, oh, well, yeah, wait a second. Mm. Yeah, I don't uh, think it should be a lot of th- and then off the and then like, Gary Oldman, yeah, so colorful, uh, yeah, liquor past, and uh, mm-hmm. so that's another thing. It's just like the, uh, I feel like if this snowballs more, we're gonna have another year where we aren't going to have last year's winners come up and present this year's yeah. winners, right? <laughs> I was like, I, oh, I see what you've done here with the change. Very good because yeah. we're not bringing that fucking Affleck up here, are yeah. we? Uh, and so yeah. and we gave Oldman an award for a career. Honestly, I mean, again, he's he's very he disappears into the role. Yeah. He does. But did you see the movie? Like, huh? Did you guys see it? I watched a half an hour and I just couldn't care. I was like, <laughs> I, I know this. I've read this this chapter of history. And it's interesting, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm just deadly bored. Here. I saw it so close to seeing Nolan's Dunkirk. Yeah. That to me, it felt like a really cool flip side. Oh, sure. Interesting. Yeah, you know, okay. like it was like I saw the the, the others, the yeah. spectacle and the yeah. scope, and then I got to see the nuanced sort of drama, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that was that was pretty cool. And he did disappear into the role. Yeah, yeah. it's um, crazy. But at, at who would you have given it to? Who would I have given it to? Yeah. Daniel uh, Kaluuya. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That is the most complicated role of, of all yeah. of them. Yeah. To Fuck. hold that movie down, to do what he does in that, that is absolutely insanely complicated. Totally. Yeah. I, I didn't think there was a lot of surprises, but uh, I, I agreed with the Oldman thing. It was like, the, okay, you're giving it to him for the career, but like, I would have liked the other like yeah. other people to have won. Um, in our pool, I, I guessed... Uh, get out for a lot of stuff because I had yeah. done a family pool previously where I put my like these are gonna win picks so then I was yeah. like now I gotta cover my bases on like this might take it that's yeah, what yeah. I did too yeah. I picked the ones I wa- like really wanted yeah, to yeah, win yeah, yeah. like I, yeah. I wanted Aunt Jackie to win supporting oh, actors yeah, so yeah. badly oh, me too, so yeah. badly but I, I was, lost out yeah. on a money Oscar pool once because I picked Bill Murray even though I knew he wouldn't win yeah. I was trying to will him to win yeah. and then I lost money I'm like I'm not doing that again yeah. <laughs> can't go through hard gotta go smart <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I and I'm I really wanted Get Out to win. It would have been my pick, yeah. but I am happy that you know the the kind of oddball creature movie. Oh, oh you man, know, that is Del Toro. Shit. Fish sex one. That yeah. is awesome. And totally. it's so good it's for film in Toronto. Yeah, it's wicked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like I okay, so this is the first year I ever did TIFF. I'm an old man, and I decided <laughs> this year I'm not working. I'm going to buy a bunch of tickets to see a bunch of movies, and I picked that one. Apropos of nothing, like I just yeah. sort of. Went, I'm not a yeah. Del Toro guy, like really, right. went and saw it, and I texted my buddy after I watched the movie, and I was like, if the Academy has any balls, this movie will win the Academy <laughs> Award. Ah. Not thinking, not yeah. even thinking not that. Even, just like, wow, that was yeah, a great I was movie. Blown, yeah. I was blown away, and then yeah. Del Toro came out, and he now I'm a huge fan of his. Like, yeah. He was so remarkable speaking for about 35 minutes, and um, I didn't think it would get the love that it got so I'm, yeah. i was really yeah. pleased i just oh yeah looking around the theater of the, with the people i was with it was a lot of a lot of old white people and 
they really were sort of like, eh. yeah, you know, you could just see people like sure, talking. Sure. And, and, and I'm going to see a fish dick. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> and God, that was the reaction the next day. Like the guy on MSNBC, Joe Scarborough or whatever, he was like, oh, what? The fish movie one? I don't understand or whatever. What he And he went on this big tirade like, remember when movies like The the Sting would would win? And it was like, we all saw The Sting. We all saw The Godfather. Movies that we we see aren't winning anymore. And I was Get like, out of here. you idiot. You yeah. old dummy. <laughs> <laughs> That's because nobody's going out to the theaters as much. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> or we only go see superhero movies. Yeah. That's <laughs> we have oh. a visitor. I have a tiny visitor. We have another guest star. Hi. <laughs> you gonna you say something? What did you think of the fish movie? Yeah, it's a cool movie to win. Yeah. And I, when I saw, uh, when Athena and I saw The Shape of Water together, <laughs> it I loved that it felt like that thing that they want, you know, that uh, at the Oscars, like the magic of cinema. Yeah. Yes. I fucking felt it, man. That's what yeah, they're talking yeah. about. This is magical. Totally. <laughs> I wanted Sally Hawkins to win Best Actress as well. Oh, t- well, I, it was so amazing that she carries that movie. Oh, my gosh. And, and you forget speak. that she doesn't say a word in yes. it. You don't even think about the fact that she doesn't say <laughs> one word. Yeah. In that entire film. I just rewatched it the <laughs> other night with my mother, and my mother was like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this because your aunt told me that I'm going to hate this movie, and yeah. it's a terrible movie, and don't even bother with it. And I was like, that's why you're going to watch it. Yeah, me. yeah. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, fish sex. So, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, it was funny that my par- my parents were like, oh, I guess like we need to see that, and we need to see Get Out. And because yeah. they were kind of like, what is Get Out? Like, is it a horror movie? Is it a thriller? I don't know. I was like, you'll like it. Just watch it. Like, go watch it. You should, and I'm excited to hear what they think of it. I think the horror tag frightened some people away, right? Probably. Sure. It. No. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like, and it is a horror movie, but it is more like when when I was trying to sell it to my parents, I was just saying like it's a thriller. Like it's totally a thriller. It's, yeah. It's not inaccessible in the sense that it's trying to spook spook you. It's no. It's yeah. more of a psychological, entertaining. Funny, freaky, super funny. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. There's no gore. There's no. Yeah. No. You know? That's why I kind of thought it should have won. Because yeah. <laughs> it is so much at once on so many layers and all super, super effective. <laughs> I think it would have changed. Man, it would have changed some things. Yeah. Like the change would be much more pronounced. I would have loved that. that. One. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so yeah. not a ton of surprises, I guess. No, but, but yeah, and everyone's great. Like if Sam Rockwell has an Oscar now. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Francis yeah. McDormand has another one. Yeah, dynamite. Totally. And I didn't realize what when he said his thing like off mic at the end. He was thanking Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh yeah. Oh really? Apparently, yeah. He oh. um he called him something, and uh, I, I forget what the that. nickname was or whatever. And it was just like I was like, yeah, like oh, uh, wow. okay, yeah. interesting. That little um, crew, right? Yeah. I guess yeah, they, right. you know, they all sort of work together. Or whatever, yeah, but. Um, Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're a star. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. Uh, so, what, you know what? My, I think my favorite moment of the Oscars was. I don't know. This is off the top of my head, anyway. Yeah. Uh, when Jordan Peele won for uh, Rest of the Original Screenplay. Yeah. Gave a speech, which was great. But the you know that little camera that's like off the side for yeah. when they do the walk off. Him on his walk off, his face. <laughs> that guy was yeah, he was done. So, was yeah. so cool. It settled, it just hit him for a second. He was walking back. You could see he was just like, I just want a fucking Oscar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then pretty it's close awesome. to that on Twitter, people started um, putting around the images of um, 
Keegan Key, Michael Key, yeah, Michael yeah. Key, like freaking out, freaking out, yeah. so excited. So, oh, that's and, amazing! And to see that, like, like cool on the commercial break after him, his face being like, "Whoa!" It was like the yeah. best. Who, pres- who presented that again? Do you guys I can't remember? remember. Uh, no, I don't. Remember. No, I can't remember. Because did not somebody make a reference like, "Oh, it's Comedy Central guy," like in a good way? Like, yeah, they were yeah, like, for sure. Oh, yeah, fuck! This is amazing. Yeah. You know? yeah, no, I don't. Remember. I don't remember who. Yeah, was. I don't remember either. Mm. But oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, and that little factoid they gave as well that he's like one of three people. Yeah, for his debut film to be nominated for yeah. screenplay, yeah. director, and uh, best picture. And best picture. Nice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty. That's a pretty good pedigree. Yeah. yeah, man, I'm looking forward to see what he does. Totally. I like that some of the, I like some of the language used for kind of stuff like that, and that that factoid came up, and mm-hmm. you know, there, he was the Comedy Central kid out there, and uh, Emma Stone. Yeah, when she was uh, introducing the director. She's like these <laughs> five, these four men and Greta Gerwig. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Oh, I did not catch played. that. Yeah, I did not <laughs> catch that. <laughs> Yeah, very good. I think somebody did that last year too. Did somebody had like somebody a bit called of a, out that there yeah. was just like all dudes? Yeah, and here's yeah. yeah all the dudes. I think at the nomi- at the nom- at the nomination ceremony. I think. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, so yeah, that was good. I mean, getting there. Yeah, the yeah. Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as they stop doing this thing where they reward people for a career, yeah, you know, imagine mm-hmm. they they don't do that for Gary Oldman this year. Yeah, and you know they give the award to the appropriate person. Right? Yeah, the person who. Yeah. Then you you erase that backlog and you start to yeah. be able to award people yeah. for their work. Well, yeah. imagine how much more that'll stick to stuff. Because like yeah. in twenty years, when some other generation is like cinemaphiles and they're looking back on stuff and they have podcasts yeah. about movies and they're talking about who won Oscars when they're gonna be like, yeah, I mean, great. yeah, Gary Oldman's fine, but like obviously this was the performance that yeah, year. Like yeah. just like, just before we started recording, we were talking about ordinary people and Rachel yeah. Bull and like yeah, ordinary people has merit, of course, but I mean, come on, that's the movie. <laughs> let's not be like, are you? Let's yeah. not be stupid here. Yeah, you know it, this. It's, <laughs> People can look back at these things. They pay yeah. attention to movies and time and the Oscars and yeah, what things yeah. meant when. That's right. And you it's know? the voting, though, too, right? Because, like, everybody always says it's it's like the the movies that win are always more mediocre because of the way the voting works with the weighting. You put, like, your first and second and third pick. So it's, like, all the, like, divisive stuff is, you know, some people really wanted Get Out to win, but then there was a lot of voters who probably didn't. So then it defaults to, like, what was everybody's second pick yeah. or third pick because yeah. that those all get the most votes, and then those are what win. And in this case, it worked out because, like, a really cool kind of, like, win one for like us outsiders that like monster movies and yeah. and you know want those to be taken seriously wins but then you know crash wins because everyone was like ah, God, ah, no, it's no, about yeah. racism so it's my third pick totally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. so the cream rises to the top but yeah. they scrape it off and we get and you get curds. whatever just underneath <laughs> at least i mean when they've when they did this thing where they expanded the nominees just yeah. so they could nominate stuff for fun, it seems like. Really. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know Get Out's not going to win. Right? Yeah. And a couple of whatever it's been in the last couple of years, there's always something in there like, oh, that was cute that you District 9 is yeah. in there, you know. Yeah. Obviously, you're not giving it to that. We know, <laughs> we know you're not. They know you're not. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's like, you know, it's like not really inviting someone to a party or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, but at least the genre pictures are starting to get in there. Yeah. District 9, I guess, is your watershed moment where we're like, we're going to look at an effects-driven... Yeah. You know, uh, science. Yeah, that got film, like really you know? good reviews. Yeah, and, yeah, and like and deservedly so. That was absolutely one of the best movies that year, and should be up there. You know, just like Get Out needs to be there. And yeah, and so, so the fact that we have Get Out nominated and Shape of Water winning, which is a monster movie. Yeah, uh, that's great. Totally. Maybe we can. Maybe we can start to uh, have an Academy that appreciates 
horror and comedy. Comedy. Oh I my know. god. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a. It's a, the fucking a, hardest thing to do <laughs> yeah. well. Those are both the hardest things to do well. It's so yeah. hard. Yeah. So fucking hard. Totally. Oh my god. <laughs> that, I, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. That comedies don't get represented. Yeah, like, yeah. What, there you know how hard comedy yeah. is to do? Name ten great comedies from the last three years. I fucking dare you. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Truly yeah. great. Anger in his eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Truly it's, great. Truly cinematic. Yeah. Truly stand the test of time comedy. It is yeah. insanely it's hard. hard. It's very hard. Well, yeah. because all those people are making really great TV shows now. Well, yeah, this is the thing. And they're you know, you know extending the well, form because they get appreciated. Yeah. yeah, they they really do. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is hard. Not to segue too hard, but speaking of television shows yeah. and yeah. Um, all this talk, have you guys watched? watched any of the new season of atlanta no not yet not okay. a bit no nope. we should talk about it at a later date i watched right. the first two episodes and fuck i love that show yes yeah all right oh I'll, my uh, God. I'll uh fast track that for next week yeah um so yeah oscars pretty well, good yeah just yeah. fine good pretty things good. won yeah. Yeah. yeah positive look to the future let's let's mm-hmm. be hopeful i guess yeah. for what's gonna go on uh, as we mm-hmm. uh, go forward obviously uh They've handed out awards, and people still like movies, yeah. and people watch the show, so we can maybe give awards to different crazy yeah. colors yeah, and I hope sexes. this right? is a divisive one, <laughs> yeah. you know, 15 years from now. I hope people are still yeah. talking about yeah. it. Yeah, that's finally when I started to edge it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, they, you know, we can just, eventually, enough of these old white people will die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. It's true. It's so true, we'll though, honestly. When you see people online, and this is a, a bit of a tangent, but when you see people online being like millennials with their, a tangent, millennials <laughs> with their avocado toast or whatever, but then when something truly horrific happens, like a school shooting, it's the millennials that are getting up in front of ca- cameras yeah. and being like, no, this is fucked up. Like, we need to do real change right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's the fucking people that are complaining about shit that are being so lazy about it. And eventually, those millennials are going to grow up that have suffered through all these insane things in their life. Yeah. And they're going to be the ones that are like, now I'm the lawmaker, you fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I got to fix the world. Yeah. 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 March 24th the millennials are the be way they awesome. are because they were... Raised and created that yeah. way. Like, that's, you know, <laughs> yes. that's a product of a whole generation, yeah. too. And then we handed them these crazy phones. Yeah. Like, yeah, you figure it out. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Seriously. Yeah. 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 So, empires built on hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, m- things that we've been watching, let's say. Yeah. Jamie, as our guest, have you watched any movies this, this past week that I, have caught your... Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went... Uh, I even went to the theater, and I'll talk. About oh yeah, that. Oh. I'll talk about that later. Nice. Okay, nice, um, nice. I'm a big documentary person. Nice. I'm big. So right. when I'm sitting down off. to watch a movie, it's usually a documentary. And uh, this week, I watched uh, a documentary. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's on Netflix. Called Hired Gun. No, no. It is a documentary about session players. Oh, oh. I actually have I know what you're talking watched about. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I, the name didn't. Rem- because I think it has a subtitle name, right? too, right? It's like Hired Gun, the story of the yeah, yeah. 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 session. So it's, a, it's an apt name. That's yeah. what those guys, yeah. those guys yeah. are called. Yeah. So it focuses on um, Liberty DeVito, mm-hmm. Kenny Arnoff, like on the on the drums drum side of things. Yeah, that um, the Toronto. Um, I wrote down Phil X, mm-hmm. who huh. plays. He's now playing for Bon Jovi. The the guy who played with. Um, one of the young teeny boppers, and now oh he's... yeah, I know that dude. He was like in a bunch of bigger bands. I remember yeah, that yeah. part of the movie. I think yeah. Jason Hook. I think he might be Jason Hook, the guy who plays with Pink. Um, mm-hmm. and he played it, with like Avril Lavigne or like somebody like that. Yeah, yeah. and it's just it's Mandy really Moore wild or something. to just hear these guys talk about going in and and 
you know, playing these parts and nailing them and just doing things that other people cannot do. Yeah. But they have no stakes at the yeah. end of the game. It's and the like, unsung people that you don't necessarily hear about like behind Joel like huge is a hits. Dick. Like basically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I like his seventies and early eighties oh, music, yeah. but yeah. he screwed that band big time. Oh, totally. They they put all their publishing under his name, even yeah. though you know they were all working on melodies in the studio. They were all yeah. working on you know different yeah, parts. Yeah. Oh, That's the sure. stuff of that oh, movie boy. that became super interesting for me because because I am more familiar with like that stuff than i am with like some of like the metal guys in the movie yeah yeah and 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 yeah it's just one of those things where you're like these session musicians like cultivated the sound of those early billy joel records like they would not be what they are if it wasn't for and then it's like and they got nothing or whatever yeah Yeah, the the, the group's called billy joel yeah Yeah. that's it that's it (laughs) they like it they like it they love it and he (laughs) he was he was just rotten about how he'd kick them out he just kicked them out by just starting a tour and not inviting them. Wow. So yeah. is this around the River of Dreams era that that oh, happened? Fuck, probably. Yeah. God, that stuff is terrible. Yeah, terrible, yeah. terrible. But yeah, Awful. the one guy gets a phone call from his buddies. Hey, can you get me tickets to the Madison Square Garden show? And he's like, Billy's playing Madison Square Garden. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. Oh my god, that's how he talks. Hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> I'm Liberty DeVito. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Springsteen's a class act. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Same yeah. guys. Totally. Yeah, I will tell you. Check that out if you're. Yeah, into, it's a good Netflix that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Um, hey, and so sorry. Can, uh, can I ask you a question? Sure. <laughs> uh, you're a documentary guy. Did you yeah. watch the documentaries that were Oscar nominated? Did you see any of those? I saw two of the features, yeah. and then I went this week to Hot Docs. Oh shit! To watch all the shorts. Oh nice. Oh, and that's fuck. gonna be yeah for Did my appropriate my, stuff. Win as far as you can tell. Holy shit! The one for the shorts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were yeah. all really good. What was the shorts one? The uh, the one that won for shorts is called um, "Heaven Is a Traffic Jam" on the four hundred five. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's about this artist who is. I'll I'll tell you more about it later. Sweet. I'll tell you some more about later it in the air. show. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, have, speaking of the music documentaries, have you seen re- the one about the Wrecking Crew? The Wrecking Crew. No, yeah, I you don't should think check so. that one out. It's. I think it's just called the Wrecking Crew is the documentary, and it's about. Uh, the Wrecking Crew, who did a lot of like, uh, they were like a group of session musicians that did a lot of background stuff for Beach Boys. Really, like, cool. yeah, and it's it's like they that. were the you know session group for a time. Did, That's a fascinating yeah. thing to get some light. To. I think yeah. with the success of Standing in the Shadows of Motown, exactly, think, you know, yeah, so get more of these, yeah. which is amazing. It's so amazing, good. You know? yeah, I love that. So this one uh, isn't quite that good, yeah, mainly because yeah, this is interesting. There, it's a good weekend some... watch. It is. It's it a is. good like yeah, yeah. okay. I don't know what I want to watch. It's on Netflix. I'm going to put something that's going to have interesting people telling interesting stories. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't get too like emotional, but it's very like gripping in the sense that you want to, you get upset about the stuff like yeah. Billy Joel. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Sweet. Nice. What about yeah. you, Dan? Um, I watched some stuff. Here's one uh, that I watched for the first time in my life, uh, even though I had it had been around me for a long time. In it was on the peripheral of my life. Right. Uh, the Sesame Street movie, Follow That Bird. Oh wow! Bam! Um, I watched for the first time and loved it. It's so it good. It is great, yeah. and it makes me so upset after I watch that movie to go on Wikipedia and be like, oh, it was released like the same weekend as a bunch of huge, insane blockbusters in the 80s, and it made very little in movie theaters, and yeah. then they couldn't make any more Sesame Street movies like yeah. this. Because for me, it is up there with those early Muppet movies. 
Like it's the same yeah, kind of like it's a little it yeah a long time <laughs> yeah I don't know like some of those early Muppet movies are a little shabby in the way they're but that's what is so charming about them yeah and and all the like cameos of the amazing comedians at the time yeah. and stuff and and the the people in this po- I was like so, Paul Bartels in this movie holy shit sparkling muscatel yeah <laughs> I love that <laughs> yeah Fall That Bird is 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 great it was. It was just as good as those early Muppet movies for me. I yeah, I can't believe that it it did poorly and that they couldn't really make any more. Yeah. Total yeah. drag. I didn't realize the yeah. I didn't realize the box office. Yeah, it, it, it I just do know well. for me, I saw it when I was. What, what year did it come out? Eighty six uh, or something. Let's see here. Yeah, because I was like eighty five. Eighty five. Okay, yeah. so I'm that 11. was a shot in Toronto. Yeah, I'm eleven years oh, yeah. old. Yeah, and it was one of those ones where I'm eleven years old, but my brother is four. Mm-hmm. And. Well, I'll go to the theater and see this movie yeah. with him. And then it was like, I fucking totally loved it. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. I can't tell my yeah, friends yeah. at school tomorrow that, yeah, I, that I love this. But, but boy, oh boy, this yeah. is really good. It was you funny because there's a... watch Commando. <laughs> yeah. There's a scene where they're walking down a road and they're carrying fruit baskets in it, those cardboard fruit baskets. And I was like, this is in Ontario. Because <laughs> it had the little like Ontario Leaf logo. I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah right on. Yeah. Good things grow. Yeah. yeah. So Follow That Bird is, is great and you should all watch it. <laughs> out there if you haven't nice nice what about you greg oh what about me um i got lots of stuff i yeah. feel like i'm gonna i can bank shit to talk about next week nice uh let me consult my list here and see what okay. i want to uh, get into i didn't see a bunch of tv but yeah. i feel like i might wait on some of that and okay. i'm going to so let's talk about i saw jumanji oh nice yeah i've been meaning to yeah uh i've been meaning to for a while too i was like this is totally like you know i've been I thought the trailers are fun. Yeah. I really like the first movie. It's, yeah, good time. It's like, it's improved over time for me. I think when That's I saw good. it, when it came out, I was like, eh, it's fine. fine. <laughs> it's good at two and a half. Yeah. It's up to like a good three and a half stars in my yeah. mind now. It's a fun uh, movie. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so I saw the new uh, Jumanji. <laughs> it's a video game now. Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. And they, I like that Like it, it, they just get right into it, like, figuring out how it's a video game now. They're like, um... Now it's a video game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like right away. Because they, they like, uh, the, the, somebody finds the board yeah. game on a beach. The drums are going. Oh, nice. And he brings it home, gives it to his son and, or whatever. Who, it's 1996 or whatever. And like the guy's like, plays board games. Throws it aside <laughs> and plays video games. But like the Jumanji box watches this and is like, oh, I'll just... I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't need anything. No lightning struck. It was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that got me excited for this movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. It just uh, like fuck it. We're just getting into this. Nothing's gonna make sense. We just want to get you two inside the game. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, of course they take their avatars, and you know these young teenagers become uh, Dwayne Johnson and, and Jack, Jack Black. Black and uh, uh other people and it <laughs> it's, it seems like the 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 game of the movie is that like they end up in bodies that are not what they expect yeah, or totally. the opposite right. of what yeah, they like are the, there's a big football player guy and he he's in Kevin Hart's body oh, yeah and there's like the popular attractive girl and she's in Jack Black's yeah. body how's Jack Black in it he's great in it oh that's so good yeah I, I you know that guy is just always fun yeah uh, he's a, a superb A-list entertainer mm-hmm. who's Agreed. not always in good stuff yeah. Unfortunately, but yeah. when he is, he shines because he's yeah. fantastic and he's great in it. And Dwayne Johnson is so great. <laughs> Man, is that How guy good? Yeah. What, a, what, a, what, a, what a treat it is for all yeah. of us. And this I say this as a giant wrestling star. fan who watched oh, yeah. him become what yeah. he 
became. Yeah. You know, yeah. like this is bonkers. And, and it was it's great now. Like like he is starting to be in stuff that looks similar, but like kind of samey. But I'll take that over like like that skyscraper movie like yeah. that looks fun but oh, it yeah. does kind of look like a, a number of other movies he's been in yeah, but yeah. i'll take that over like hey a really charismatic guy is great and you're putting him in like the disney the pacifier like yeah. there was a period where it was like i want him to be the action star or the yeah, comedy yeah. star and you're putting him in stuff that's not so great and now it seems like he's it's catching up really he did that intentionally he was like i need to learn how to act oh okay and so he's like i'm gonna do this like like comedy like and kids che- stuff because yeah, okay. I got to figure out how to do this. That makes sense. That's, yeah, uh, going back to comedy and is hard. then went yeah. full steam into the action stuff. And like, thank God he did too. And okay, like, that makes sense. A lot of his stuff looks the same, but I don't give a fuck because yeah. it's of a quality. He's, yeah, like San Andreas is a really fun movie, really watchable. And I remember the time just after uh, Schwarzenegger and <laughs> yeah, Stallone got yeah. too old. Totally. And we stopped caring about anyone else, and there was no. Remember there when was there was nobody. no action guy? <laughs> remember that? Remember we just it was had horrible. A, yeah. How many Jason Statham movies can I possibly try and watch? Yeah, I know. You know, they're not good. They all have the same poster. <laughs> and I, I even like him. I think he's fine. Yeah. I know a lot of people are down on him because he's not really much of an actor, but I don't care. He's going to kick things pretty good. Yeah. He's all somewhere, somewhere right day, now. But yeah. the movies aren't any good. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, thank God. Because it looked like it was over. Yeah. There was no more action stars. But we think we have a true blue one. Who's uh, a legitimately d- delightful actor too? <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot of fun. I had a good time. Is it better than original Jumanji? Eh, it's got different qualities. It's a different mm-hmm. type of movie. Original Jumanji is uh, a more well-made movie. Yeah, it's got pacing and uh, dynamics. You know yeah. how movies used to have that, and they don't so much anymore. Yeah, it's got <laughs> yeah. that like '90s kind of like sweeping yeah. pacing it's wonder. Got the, it's got yeah. the look. It's got, and then it has a beginning, middle, yeah. and end. You know, and it really kind of a wonderful build up to a crescendo, right? Yeah. And whereas Jumanji's kind of like a series of things. Yeah. It just, and I find that is kind of how movies are now. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. It is. It's got to uh, be tough with those big personalities too, yeah. though, right? Oh, like, sure. I mean to. To well, make that work? I guess, but I, th- I feel like it's a scripting direction yeah. thing that's kind of gone away. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's funny because when some movie does even inch back towards that, it feels almost like, you know, a breath of fresh air. Because I yeah. really loved Kong, yes. Skull Island, and that's not like necessarily a huge step back towards no, that. It's, it's got it, a lot of, it's just things it's happening. along the line. But it's like, least. okay, we've got the opening and the ending and there's yeah. some things in the middle we're going to get to and, and yeah. it has that kind of drive to it even if it does meander a little bit. But right. then you're like, you see that now and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, but it's, yeah, it's a good fun time. I yeah. had fun. It's funnier than uh, First Jumanji. Okay. But I think First Jumanji is more uh, more well made. Okay. As a movie, but that's not really a knock against this new one because it's a movie from a different era. Yeah, and we make things different now. It'll be and interesting to see if ten years from now or if twelve years from now if you'll get that same mm. one star growth. Maybe, yeah, maybe because yeah. yeah, again, I wasn't blown away by Jumanji when I saw it in mm-hmm. ninety five. Or yeah, fuck. yeah. Oh shit, that long. But ago. now, yeah, it just uh, it was just on so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's always on channel forty seven. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch the half an sure. hour. Jumanji, what? <laughs> David Allen Greer. Yeah, some monkeys. All right, he's so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice. And who doesn't like seeing Baby New Earth and stuff? Yeah. Right. So Jumanji, pretty good. Yep. Pretty I good. gotta watch it. Had a nice time. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Next time. <laughs> Anything else for you, Jamie? Well, I finally got around to watching Tambourine. Okay. Oh. On Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you think of that? Boy, I thought it was a, a slog through the first half. Mm-hmm. And then when he got rolling, yeah. I really enjoyed it. But 
like there was some lesser material off the top. I thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether he was just, just sort of doing uh, a different thing. Yeah, it right? felt different. It felt yeah. really different. And also, does he look totally different? <clears throat> this is uh, the Chris Rock special, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, Chris yeah, Rock, yeah, sorry. colon, tambourine. Right. Yeah, sorry. Does he look different? I don't know. He looks like... I was like, there's something different about him. I don't know what it was, whether he had some work well, you know or what whatever. It is? But... <clears throat> but one of the things is, because this is really stripped down, right? So he's just wearing a t-shirt. Normally, uh, with Chris Rock specials, he's kind of done up a bit, right? Yeah, that might be you it. Know, bring the pain and uh, yep. bigger and blacker. They all had kind of like a either a suit or like a... Like he was kind of doing like the, you know, like the eddie murphy model like yeah this is your this is a fucking rock concert yeah it really what like man those people were right right up to right the stage. there yeah and it had yeah the lighting is kind of just intimate he's just wearing yeah. a t-shirt he's aging very well, well. Pants, too. <laughs> let's, let's he be doesn't fair. look he as old pants. as he is so huh? <laughs> he is wearing pants too. he's wearing pants <laughs> i mean maybe yeah, when you were, i was wondering shoes. yeah yeah got a haircut probably <laughs> yeah. uh yeah very likely but yeah i mean as i said when i was it really reminded me of uh late period prior where oh, Richard Pryor's stuff you know like uh Sunset Boulevard and stuff is is very it's not it's not set up in punchline set up punchline no. he's just telling stories about his life and he's being super confessional like that became his thing where he just was like here's everything you know I fucking he, I, yeah, well, I when, went dark <laughs> when he got in when he got into his affairs yep. and there's a Paul like yeah. the audience doesn't know what the fuck to yeah, do. Yeah. They're they're just confused. And he's like, Go ahead, boomy, like I was a dick, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's spoiler alert. Um yeah. you know, like really cool. I, yeah. I yeah, I that you know, I was sort of futzing around with my phone and stuff like that in the first bit, and then yeah. all of a sudden, you know, I noticed I was looking at it less and less and less, and then definitely the last twenty minutes I was yeah. like locked in. Yeah. So he yeah, when he got really personal, yeah. Locked me right in. And I thought it was good too because I as I mentioned when uh I was talking about it before, it uh he starts to get to go into some topic areas that I feel like a lot of other comedians have really fucking fumbled the ball on over the last few years. Dave Chappelle, Louis C. K uh, not in their personal lives. I mean, in their yep. <laughs> <laughs> in their shows yeah. where they they do like, oh, I'm gonna just get into it and talk about it. Yeah, let's let's abortion or whatever, anything that like uh, a million <laughs> of the social topics that are going on. And as soon as they start talking, I'm like, don't oh, talk they about this like that. No, you fucked up. And, yep. and like he started to nose around a, a couple of those things, but didn't. But backed off Didn't a little bit. Didn't fuck yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, right on, Chris Rock. Thanks for not fucking up. Yeah. Totally enjoyed <laughs> it. Nice. Uh, and it wasn't ever mean-spirited. There's always like this hint of yeah, like nastiness that still floats around. Like I, we got a little like the darkness of, of stand-up comedy became really big when Louis C.K. blew up. Yeah. And, you know, like looking at yourself in a really horrifying way. That, yeah. You know, uh, but I feel like comedy's shifting again, you know, and I feel like people like Mike Birbiglia are kind of mm-hmm. oh, God. paving the new direction, and that's unique stand-up as well, right? So the best. So it's yeah, Chris Rock. Good to see him do something challenging and have it work. Yep. Right. Yeah. Cool. So Dan, I got to watch cool. that. How yeah, did you, you follow that bird? Yeah. How do I follow that? Um, nice. It's hard. So. <laughs> I, the only I have some other stuff I watched, but that I think is maybe a little bit too weird uh, of a pull. So I'll I'll mention very briefly that I watched something that Greg watched a while back. Oh, yeah. um, I caught up with Wind River, um, oh, the directorial yeah. debut of Taylor Sheridan, who yeah. did Sicario and wrote uh, Hell or High Water previously. Yeah, um, this was the first uh, movie directed by, but yeah. also written by. Um, and 
I was not a hundred percent on board. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I felt like for a movie with such an important, you know, topic, then it really ends on a very kind of like, wow, that's a fucked up thing about the world kind of place. Mm-hmm. I felt like it. It wasn't really compelling for me the first chunk of it. No. And then it kind of became a genre movie, and then I was more compelled. And then I yeah. felt torn that, like, you know, I should be enjoying this. I should be watching this movie for, you know, its topic and its tone and, and what is it exploring. But the only things that I felt like the movie wanted to engage with was how that drove its genre thrills. And I kind of was disappointed with that. Yeah, I, I could totally agree with that. But I also felt like when it did fire on those cylinders it was like there's a scene where you know two different groups of dudes are surrounding yeah. one another and it be and shit. she's stuck in the middle of it and it becomes like holy shit this is crazy yeah um yeah that is a very intense scene. yeah and yeah so wind river it was kind of a, a, yeah. a middle a medium <clears throat> pass for me I, I think there's like uh, uh hope in yeah, this, in him as a director, yeah, uh, for what he might do in the future. So it's a first yeah. go at it. It's not his best script. He already wrote yeah two movies better than this. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he can say he's a competent director. Yeah, and those tension scenes. Yeah, are, when they come in the, that uh, last third of the movie, they're, yeah, they're intense. Yeah, so so yeah, yeah. It's a pretty rough watch. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, tell you what, Dan. I watched a movie that you watched. Okay. And uh, recommended a little Circle while back. around. Let's do it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I watched Only the Brave. Oh, nice. Yeah. This is the firefighter film. That's right. From the director of Tron Legacy. Right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, starring uh, James Bro- or Josh Brolin and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Kitsch. Uh, it's a big Jennifer cast. Connelly. Yeah. It's a huge cast and uh yeah not a story i was familiar with mm-hmm. or even really a movie that i was aware of yeah like you talked about it and i was like i don't remember this coming out this year yeah. it totally i think got it kind of fell under the radar yeah yeah which is crazy because it seems like an oscar kind of yeah yeah device film um it's about a bunch of uh, uh forest firefighters yeah or like a, they're trying to become the, the elite squad the elite forest, squad yeah uh, forest firefighters um and it's their lives and how they intermix together and then i uh, absolutely jaw-dropping tragedy that yeah. occurs uh, in a huge fire at the end of the movie. Obviously, we know we're going to end in fire. Yeah, um, and I, yeah, I, I completely agree with your thoughts on it. And it, it, uh, the direction is quite good. Yeah, and does a fantastic job of the the beauty of fire, and then the absolutely just yeah terrifying, uncontrollable <laughs> nature of it. Um, and it's a long movie that really just almost. Like it, it, it gets so close to going into cheese town. Yeah, yeah. But never gets there. No, it's uh, a, it's it's on the right side of it. In the same way that I watched this right around the same time I saw Backdraft, and that yeah, gets super yeah, yeah. cheesy too. Yeah, yeah. But in in a way that like doesn't. Yeah, it, it it gets close to it, but there's enough outside of the cheese to let it like stand up. Yeah, you know. And it's interesting, and you need to build these relationships and see how they all intertwine yeah and uh yeah miles teller's great in this he's good yeah, yeah he's like, I, like i said i was I, I saw him playing kind of like a drug addict guy and i was yeah. like i'm not gonna buy yeah, him no but he but you do but yeah no he <laughs> yeah he really pulled that together yeah he, he and uh brolin really yeah. hold things down in this movie and you know i was in- really impressed with taylor kitsch mm-hmm. uh the first time i've seen him not just be 
some guy standing there. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, he's the, they put him in the lead in these movies, and I'm yeah. like, why? What are you trying to sell me here? Yeah, I've seen some Friday Night Lights, and yeah, yeah he's like the broody guy, and just like, but there's nothing that really, mm-hmm. you know. And but this, I, the, the, this is a like, <clears throat> maybe what he needed to do was not be put out in front of some of these giant uh, budget films yeah. like uh, John Carter yeah. and. Battleship, yeah, and all that shit, and like give him a, a character to play in an ensemble piece, and let the guy act, yeah, or, or learn how to act or whatever he needs. But he was terrific in it, yeah. <clears throat> so one thing I'll talk a little bit about just in that is uh, I'll talk more about it next week when I see more of it. But I started watching Waco. Oh yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a crime show yeah. about uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, David Koresh, yeah, the Branch Davidians, and uh, uh, and he's Koresh. Oh, okay. Taylor Kitsch plays Crash. I didn't know that. And he's fucking dynamite in it. Nice. And I was like, there you go. This yeah. guy's like... Is it a movie it, or a series? It's a series. It's, wow. Yeah, it's Taylor Kitsch and Michael Shannon. Oh, oh nice. Oh, man. <laughs> and, uh, oh, uh, and uh, uh, Culkin... Kieran Culkin? Cool. Which, whichever Culkin is starting to look like Emilio Estevez. <laughs> was it Rory or Kieran? Yeah, maybe it's Rory or Kieran. <laughs> I think it's Kieran. <laughs> yeah. There, he's got this Emilio thing going on. Just watch Waco and okay. tell me he's not... Channeling Emilio? like early '90s Emilio Estevez. Oh man, <laughs> not in a bad way. He's so, <laughs> he's so lucky. Yeah, yeah. There's something about it. We all wanted to Finally. be early '90s Emilio. Right, Estevez. he was huge. Yeah, you know? uh, but yeah, and so I was, I was really had kind of like back to back seeing Taylor Kitsch be quite excellent in a support role. Yeah, and that's his cool. character has a great journey. Uh, to, and then seeing him in this show where he's like really like I th- I think this guy's got a future. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought only the brave he got no yeah recognition anything. But it's a very good. It's movie. very good. I don't know that it really would be sitting amongst the Oscar films. Uh, but you could definitely talk about some of the performances. Yeah. Perhaps. Oh, a hundred percent. Or some stuff. Yeah. But yeah. I thought it was great. I it's, know uh, our listener Maria enjoyed it quite yeah. as well. Uh, and it is it, it just guts you at the end. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I, and yeah. and. and yeah, and I was similar in the sense that, like, you know, these kinds of movies, you're like, someone's going to die or whatever, and you're yeah. trying to figure out who it is, but yeah. I I didn't know about it either, what yeah. happened, and I won't say it, but it no. definitely, you're like, it was oh, like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's really yeah. good, <clears throat> and, and yeah, like... It, uh, and the, James Badge Dale's in it, and that guy, is, <laughs> he's a really sly, just, yeah. I'm in everything, little support guy. Yeah. No one knows his fucking name, but he's always awesome, and he's awesome yeah. in this, too. Yeah, I, 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 I was very stepped back by its ability to be gorgeous and have those amazing, you know, landscape shots and show mm-hmm. you what fire looks like and what it means to them, mm-hmm. and uh, and but then also be just really, really frightening. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. In this, and I, and I do think that uh, Backdraft is good at that. Yeah, as well. It's a very different yeah. kind of movie. It's a different kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wanted to see this movie after you talked about it, but yeah. now I'm gonna. Yeah, you should, it. you should check yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, any other movies before we get to film roulette? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Anyone else? I, I got one other thing. Okay. I, uh, I did finally get around to something. Okay. Um, that uh, has been talked about, but you and Casey. Okay. And it was uh, very heavily pushed that we watch it by our uh, Patreon <laughs> listener, Maria. Oh. I watched What's Up, Doc. Nice. Uh, Ryan O'Neill, uh, Barbara Streisand. Streisand. And, uh, introducing Madeline Kahn. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1972 uh, madcap comedy. Yeah, Peter Bogdanovich. Th- uh, third highest grossing film of 1972. <laughs> yeah. Which, what? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big hit. Listen, comedies, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, and it's a big, like, uh, uh, wacky caper. Yeah. Uh, four uh, suitcases full of different yeah, things yeah. get mixed up. Very farcical. Open. Yeah, it's a yeah. big farce. It's a huge Looney Tunes episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, man, alive did I love this movie. It's so fun. It is so fun. Yeah. And it, what I'm talking about with the pacing, beginning, middle, end, the the way this film just escalates and escalates yeah. to its totally, absolutely ludicrous ending yeah. of craziness going down the street of San Francisco. Yeah. I fucking love that kind of shit. Me I too. I love Brig, out of control, like the end of the Blues Brothers. Yeah. It's about like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want every time I watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. I want utter chaos. Yeah. I end, want people know? on ladders and yeah. carrying planes of oh, glass. Man, no, it's great. The whole setup without the ladder yeah. and of glass was so Looney Tunes and they just fucking nailed it and uh, Barbara Streisand was great in so it. So good. Ryan O'Neill was hilarious, yeah. which I did not know I'd ever say. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a problem with Ryan O'Neill, no, but yeah. I just like, he was fucking terrific in this. Yeah. Super funny, and it was a weird performance. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. obviously, Madeline Kahn is just yeah, and Madeline Kahn, and she's the so perfection. <laughs> so she, this is introducing Madeline Kahn, so her first fucking film role, and her first scene. <laughs> it was right in the beginning of the movie when yeah. she just like walks in uh, and just starts talking. I'm like, wow! So she was just instantly perfect. Yeah, <laughs> just nails it. Like she's like not even saying anything funny, but I'm like. But, oh, this is, but this is funny. This is funny. She's just funny. Yeah. Uh, what, what, she, what a magic she had, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, thanks, Maria. Yeah. Uh, sorry it took me so long, but uh, <laughs> totally worth it. It's great. Yeah, it's great. what's up, Doc? What's it? People should check it out. They yeah. really should. Like, I'll watch that again. Totally. What a fun time. Yeah. Just, I was just happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so goofy and hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to have to switch off the documentaries this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, get yourself a little uh, zany comedy from the yeah. 70s. Love a zany comedy. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else? No. Any final remarks? Nope. No. Okay. Then let's get into film roulette. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or get to see whatever they want. This week, it was a winner's choice, and we did just that. Uh, But the low roller has to see a movie that we have deemed the loser film this week. uh, That was Guardians of the Tomb, a.k.a. Seven Guardians of the Tomb, which had a poster that was ripping off Guardians of the Galaxy, Mm. even though it ostensibly has nothing alike with that film. Uh, but the low roller gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Uh, we had to listen to the music, thanks to Casey. And then we will roll for 
movies for next week after we talk about all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so it was winner's choice. Casey and I won. So Casey's not here. Um, but we can talk about some stuff. That's right. Um, I'm going to talk about a movie and I am going to struggle with stretching it out for our listeners. Okay. Because I had a very firm landing on it. (laughs) (laughs) But I watched a movie. It was perfect and there's nothing else to say. Yeah. (laughs) It was the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I watched a a new movie on Netflix uh, called The Ritual, directed by David Bruckner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's made some other, he did some, uh, this is his, I believe, First time he's directed a movie from start to finish, whereas previously he's done segments in like a, one of the VHS movies. He yeah, did yeah. a segment in a thing called Southbound right. and a movie called The Signal. Um, this is about a group of college friends who reunite for a trip to the forest but encounter a menacing presence in the woods that's stalking them. Um, and it stars a number of people. Uh, I know Emma mentioned that one of him, one of them was from Downton Abbey. Um, I didn't recognize him because I don't watch that show. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it's about a bunch of guys and they, uh, after a tragedy strikes and, and, uh, one of their friends dies, uh, while one of them kind of does nothing. The, the, The big theme of this movie is, you know, um, the, the guy, goes into a, a store with his friend and, and his friend is murdered by some people and, and he doesn't take the moment to do something. He has a very clear moment where he, where he's like, I can yeah. get in here now and do something or not. And he doesn't. And so there's this idea uh, with him and his friends that like, it's his fault. So there's a lot of guilt in this movie. Um, and it, and so a year later they go on the trip that they were always planning on going on, which is hiking. And then, you know, one of them hurts their legs and they have a certain oh, amount of time yeah. and they, they got to get to the place in time. So they decide to cut through the spookiest forest ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, uh, things escalate from there and it kind of sort of turns into a monster movie. Oh, like. A hundred hours later. <laughs> Whoa! Now, did either of you end up? You didn't see this. No, either? no, okay. no. So, this is one of those movies that has so much potential because the monster in this movie is very cool, really interesting. Doesn't look like a monster you've seen before. Nice. There's shades of like um, uh, Wicker Man and cult stuff going on yeah. here, where like there's people that worship this thing and you and you only get catch glimpses of it and it really works for a, a, a time uh, for a time you're overlooking the fact that like these guys are just wankers and you don't want to fucking hang around with them they're just bickering they're all so underwritten but so bluntly underwritten it's like uh, you didn't do anything i hate you i'm the guy who's <laughs> mad and then it's like i don't know guys i'm the guy who's a little flighty or like <laughs> i'm the one with the sore leg yeah, i'm the here. one yeah i'm don't the one with the leg and we need to do this <laughs> yeah. and and so it's so frustrating because the the monster design is really cool and that's a bummer yeah and for a time it it, it is like they do a lot of that you know here's the woods and here's what what do you see in the woods and is that a hand over there like there's a lot of that kind of you know very slow burn shots where you don't realize what's scary until you see it move and then you're like well that's pretty effective um but it only can get on with that for so long and then it just becomes i don't care about these people this stuff with him and his guilt is so thuddingly um blunt and obvious like 
like you he starts seeing you know the the inside of the store in the woods and and he's running around the woods and you see the shelves and stuff and and some of that works and some of it's kind of of a neat directorial trick but where it ultimately goes <laughs> is is really dumb and doesn't really treat the subject matter with any kind of anything you know um and it really sucks because the monsters the monsters cool Dan, yeah. I just need to know: Was the thing he didn't do in the store was buy monster poison? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got this anti-monster gun. And <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, said I bought People magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it it was a big letdown because it got a lot of really positive buzz, and I was re- I, yeah. and and watching movies at home. You know, a lot of people with this world of Netflix and stuff. There's a lot of that, like, oh, you don't get the same experience and all that stuff. And and we watch movies like you mentioned, you know, the documentary. It's easy to put a movie on and also have your phone out. And so I treated this movie, you know, I, like, said to Emma, hey, I'm going to watch this movie tonight. Like, this is what it's about. I'm going to, like, we're if you want to watch this movie with me, it's cool. But we're going to sit down. I'm dimming the lights. I'm putting my phone over here. Like, let's make a night of it. Yeah. You know, like, as if, like, like yeah. we used to do with movies. Right. <laughs> yes. And then to do that and then have it be, like... Like fifteen minutes in, she fell asleep because it's fucking boring, and then, like, <laughs> yeah, and then I'm oh, kind of like, no, there's enough goodwill here. I'm gonna stick it out, and then yeah. I get to the end, and I'm like, well, that wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah thanks for nothing. What a bummer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I do think the director has um, clearly has a lot of talent, and I think it for me it was mostly just the script. Um, the, and, and yeah, the monster's really uh, interesting. Hey, I got a question about the monster. Yeah, CGI monster or man in suit? Uh, mostly CGI. I feel like. Yeah. But. Not to the point where I ever was like, yuck. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, because there was stuff that... there There is elements of the monster that when you only see certain things of it, you can tell it. That's cool. obviously I'm going to fast forward through this movie and watch the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is interesting. <laughs> it, and, and it is also the kind of monster that like one person might be like, that's the dumbest monster ever. Like, yeah. it, it's a very specific kind of monster. Right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Very, it's just... Yeah. Hmm. There's like... Hmm. I'll say this. There's like hands where on other monsters there wouldn't be a hand, and you're you might be like, that's a fucking dumb way to put it. Picturing something, yeah, totally silly. <laughs> Up its butt. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> no. Close. Yeah. If <laughs> close. Yeah. He's got a hand, Dick. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> totally what I thought. Yeah, but I would be interested to see what it you think of the be monster. A thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So the ritual <laughs> was a bit of a letdown. Okay. Fuck. Um, Jamie, did you have anything you wanted to bring up for for this? Or well, yeah, I just want to say that that uh, I went to Hot Docs this week. Yeah. And watched the five nominees for best short, mm. um, and the one that won absolutely clearly should have won. Uh, it's called. It's called. Heaven. For, yeah. Is a traffic jam on the four hundred five. Yeah. And fuck me, this movie, um, basically the director sat with the subject for about 20 hours and just did interviews, and that's pretty much the whole movie. It's it's her talking interspersed with some of her drawings, and they do like a Ken Burns kind of thing with some of the drawings. Yeah. And also some of the drawings are animated as well, like actually animated, and her drawings, if you guys saw them, I, I, I brought a couple so you can see them. Um Man, this woman is drawing from a dark place. She mm-hmm. she suffers from depression, anxiety, dementia. Um, a very traumatic event happened in her past. It, it 
at one point her mother gives her a drawing that she drew when she was like four years old and it tells you everything you need to know yeah. about what happened in her past mm. without being without pounding you on the head it's yeah you can see that it's her work and i wrote down her name because you should definitely look it up her name is mindy alper mm-hmm. and uh fuck it's just she does paper mache stuff now and these paper mache things that she does are magnificent like they look real they have depth in their eyes um it, it's staggering what this woman has in her and the 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 past that she has had to live um they you know she talks about going through electroconvulsive therapy she has a really strange way of talking as well mm-hmm. she won't say the number zero uh she calls it mm. circle uh, uh years are trips around the sun mm. um you know like during my 19th trip around the sun da, yeah. da, 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 da. um check this movie out like i implore you yeah, that but sounds good. it's really hard to find because yeah. I, I went mm. home and I wanted to buy it right away. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to reward these people yeah. and I'm going to buy this movie. And it's not on oh, iTunes yeah. and it's not, a, huh. you know, like... Well, maybe it will be. Yeah. I hope so because so. it's, it's great. I feel like they usually release like packages of them or something. Like, you know, I, I feel like in the past right. I've seen like, here's the animated movies that were all the shorts, buy them for like 12 bucks download or whatever. Yeah, I hope they, yeah, I really hope they do that. One of them is on Netflix right now. It's called Heroin. Yeah. Um, that you know, that's a Netflix production. But um, anyway. I saw that one. Yeah, it's yeah. it good. Right? It was good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, heaven is a traffic jam on the four hundred five. I don't really know why they called the movie that. They don't really get into that. But the rest of the subject is I must is see fascinating. Yeah, oh. yeah. I gonna I got to see that. Yeah, yeah. Um. So from there we go to the loser film. Uh, that Greg watched Guardians of the Tomb, a.k.a. Seven Guardians of the Tomb, directed by Kimball Randall uh, from 2018. An innocent discovery of a well-preserved mummified emperor from 200 B.C. unearths a 2,000-year-old nightmare, a secret that should have remained buried, starring Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kellen Lutz and a number of other people. Yeah. Um, this is getting 2.5 on average out of 5 on Letterboxd. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so... Greg, yeah. Why, how was this, and is there a reason for them to have tried to use the Guardians of the Galaxy font on the poster? Not even remotely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why this movie wants to be called Seven Guardians of the Tomb. Uh, I know why it won't, because that doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. Were they like, there's not even one, let's just... There's, there, no, there's, well, there's one type of Guardian of the Tomb, okay. and there are far more than seven of them. Okay. Um, but that's it. It's, uh, it's a spider movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, Is it man. one of those things where, like, movies, some guy somewhere was like, says here that movies with numbers get a 5% uptick in downloads. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. I don't know what the seven's all about. Unless, I mean, are there seven of them that go on this adventure? Cause that, but that doesn't make sense either. I see six people on the poster. Yeah. Standing in the tomb. Okay. Yeah, Where's no, no, the, no, there's not seven yeah. of them. No, no. Right, one, two, three, okay, okay. Uh, maybe that's Did what the it seventh is. not get is on the poster? I that's like really... that there's a seventh person where they're like, you're not good enough for the yeah, poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't get the cut. You'll be here later. Yeah. Uh, weird. I wonder if that's what it's supposed to be. I No. Do they guard it? I No, they don't, because <laughs> they're going into it to take stuff from it. Yeah. So they, yeah, this, they, the, Kelsey Grammer and this guy, 
are they're trying to find this uh, basically like a, a life extending elixir or the fountain of youth that it is you know, Classic. supposed to be I down with it. They, there's this mummy they dig, but it's like super well preserved. And they're like, what's going on? And they're <laughs> I like, I thought you said like, there's a mummy they dig. They dig this they mummy. They dig that mummy. <laughs> Look at how young he looks. <laughs> Let me touch your skin. Um, and But then the guy has gone missing on this expedition. Oh, so no. Kelsey Grammer goes and gets his sister and is like, we got to go save him. Niles. And so let's get. <laughs> <laughs> Now that Sorry. yeah, uh, and so they're gonna go into this uh, and go find the, the the brother, yeah, and hopefully the elixir too. I mean, mm-hmm. and so they go and like meet up with some people who are gonna take them on to their little journey. And Kellen Lutz is one of them, mm-hmm. and he's with like this like British guy who is your comic relief, and great, this, and another lady is there. <laughs> I don't know, she's like a, I imagine she's uh, some sort of. Doctor of Science. something. Like they Science all are. Doctor. I don't know what any of them. One of them is uh, knows venoms really well. Nice. Uh, I have my doctor. I'm Doctor Venom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, uh, and they're like doing the media. We're introducing the characters a bit here, and um, and they're looking at Kellen Lutz because he's muscular and handsome. And the new, the, the, not the sister of the guy who's missing, but the, yeah. the other lady there. She's like, yeah. He doesn't talk very much. He's he's a uh, search and rescue, but he was in some incident and things went really bad. Oh no! And so, he, but he doesn't talk about it. And they're looking at him, and then she's like, "But I'd like to get him too, if you know what I mean." Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, uh, I'd love for him to tell me how he let some people die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so clumsy way of the yeah. You know, I understand that he's the sexy guy. It's okay. Um, so they go in, uh, uh, into the tombs to find stuff and there's spiders all over the place. It's, oh, no. Uh, uh, it's Australian funnel web spiders. Okay. But they're extra mean. <laughs> they're mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like spiders. Oh, spiders give me the heebie jeebies. I don't care for them. Uh, I mean, I won't freak out or have a panic attack, yeah. but they're uh, of things that I don't care for being near me. They're up there. They're up there. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> we were at uh, a birthday party for a friend of the show, Mark Riley's son, one year, and, and they did the creep crawlers thing, where they yeah. all kind of weird stuff. And there was a spider, and they're going around and putting this big tarantula in people's hands. And I just I turned to a thing, and I'm like, "You do not let them even try to put that in my hand. Yeah. There's bad things are going to happen in front of kids. <laughs> 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 like that, they cannot come near me. Uh, no. So I was like, "All right, well, I can get down." But I I, I like spiders. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's a it's a fear that I Photographs. really like to get fucking into, and I yeah. like being freaked out by it. I go to the, you know, I, I like going to see all the crazy huge spiders at the zoo. You yeah, know? arachnophobia. Yeah, yeah, and I'll watch fucked up stuff on YouTube and whatever. It creeps <laughs> me out. Anyway, but yeah, it's a fear that I like getting scared by. So I was like, all right, man, bring on the spiders. Let's do this thing. These are the least <laughs> interesting or scary spiders I've ever seen oh in a movie. Oh, my God. They were, I think they, they were like, I don't know what. Uh, so they're all CGI for the most part. Yeah. Or I think entirely. It's not an arachnophobia where they're like, or, a, or sorry, a, a kingdom King of the spiders. Where murder like, a million. We just killed <laughs> two thousand spiders. Sp- Thirty spiders over with a Chevy. Yeah. Hope you got it in the shot. Um, so and they move. It, they look. It doesn't look right. Yeah. They never look right. They look about as good as all the scarabs in that mummy movie. With oh yeah. Pressure. 
Which is held up beautifully, that CGI. That good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At best. And, uh, but one really big one. Sweet. Like the size of like a... Why is that one big? I don't know. Because uh, I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, it's about the size of like a... Chevy. I don't know. Not exactly a small dog, but okay. not like Ooh. a medium dog. Oh. All right. That's not as big as I was picturing. <laughs> I, I know. But I, I was kind of like... I was like, that's kind of all right. I'm glad that this thing... Yeah, like a large terrier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a large terrier. Though. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, like some terriers are very right. small. Yeah. So, yeah. This, uh, <laughs> like, I, and I was like, that's kind of okay if we do something with this, because if it was just like a giant... Yeah. Spider, that's a little too big. If I was like somewhere and I'm like, whoa, look at that spider the size of a VW bug, I'd be like, that's crazy. But if you're in a room and there was a spider the size of a dog, yeah, you'd be like, fucking, oh, shit. that is super fucked up. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. Right. It's super bad. You know it's no good. Anyway, right. so I was like, well, I like that we've gone with this size yeah. for our big one. That's kind of fun. But it, nothing happens except they just like are easily staying ahead of the swarm of spiders that are like following them as about as fast as spiders can walk. So they are just like. All right, we'll Sounds just go like in this a great room. Movie. It'll take them a while to get here. <laughs> <laughs> and the big spider always kind of shows up at the end like, <laughs> What the? <laughs> Where? <laughs> it makes noise like that. Like, <laughs> They got away. <laughs> and it's just, it's, they're just following them. And uh, so then, and they're they're discovering more and more about the past of what's happened. And this uh, uh, Egyptian is he Egyptian? No, this uh, whoever was in the tomb, the mummy they found. Yeah, uh, they made some kind of life extending elixir out of these spiders, and but they needed to, in a very primitive way, genetically modify these spiders to uh. keep them to make it stronger and to keep. I don't know. But honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I say uh, it from all. all I'm, I'm struggling to remember a lot about this. Yeah. Movie. Uh, anyway, but in by doing this, they also made the spiders super duper aggressive. Sweet. And there's a ton of them, but anyway, not fast, n- but not normal super speed, fast but all. angry about <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, it takes a while to reveal it, but it's very clear. Because uh, there's a lot of flashbacks. Eventually, the spiders took over the kingdom and killed everyone. Okay. And that's where we are in this place, trying yeah. to get out of the catacombs. But then we find out that Kelsey Grammer is a dick. He knew oh, that okay. there would be dangerous spiders. So he's he the guy, an alien. Yeah, he's so he takes out, the elixir a... and he's like, I will run a... Because he's been bitten by yeah. a spider, but he drinks the elixir. He's going to be okay. But then he gets shot with some crossbows. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and got, there's an elixir and they got to get out. And they got to get out of this place before all the spiders come. And then there's the, the one that's been following them around is the male spider. Uh-oh. And if you know anything about spiders, the female is always much larger and more deadly. And she's there and she's big. And they're like, let's just keep stick to the wall. We're going to just inch our way around <laughs> the big spider that's going, <laughs> don't breathe. It'll be okay. Yeah. Inch and, away. And they, they kept like a lot of these characters. No one dies for a while. And I was like, oh, my God. And then they're like, well, we'll just inch past this giant spider. And the spider's like, and shoots web at him and just pulls two people into nice. a, a pool of spiders. Like, they're just dead. I'm like, oh, now we're just going to fuck everyone up at the end. All right, good enough. But then they inch past the spiders into safety and no elixirs sounds exciting into the world but no it's <laughs> deadly boring the whole time uh this it never it's never interesting well it's not true at the beginning i was like is this movie going to be good because it's not like a cheap b movie yeah it's a it's a, a, a uh australian and chinese collab okay right uh and so it there's a little bit of money here 
and they're that's why they've got Kellen Lutz and they've got some Chinese actors and then Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Uh, so there's we have a multiracial cast or multinational uh, yeah. cast, uh, and. It, there, there are flashes of creativity off the top where I was like, just some like a, a interesting scene transitions. I was like, this might be something, but then no, it's just incredibly boring. Nice. And there's just nothing. It's just like we gotta stay one step ahead of these very slow spiders <laughs> until we get out of here. And nobody freaks out. Everybody's uh, pretty no, cool. And even the I think Kellen Lutz is the guy who's like. I don't like spiders. Yeah. But then he's like total like, what, but I will fuck them up because I'm <laughs> I'm the handsome guy. <laughs> so there's no, there's no characters. No one's anything until they're, I'm the bad guy now, you know? Yeah. This sucked. Well. <laughs> uh, and it took me like three attempts to watch it. Nice. I kept falling asleep. Nice. That's uh, how you know it's a good. twice because I watched it and I fell asleep and then I was like, I don't remember anything. I have to start <laughs> at the beginning. Fuck this. Yeah. Oh, so, all right. Yeah, fuck this movie. Seven Guardians of the Tomb, aka Guardians of the Tomb. Deal. Seven thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, before we get to the album, I want to confirm something that I read about this movie that we just talked about. Yeah. Does this movie, in fact, end with the end credits with a hard rock rendition of Itsy Bitsy Spider? <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know. Uh, there's a, there's, <laughs> as soon as credits hit, I was like, there's, there's a review on Letterboxd oh. that says, the end credits feature a hard rock rendition of Itsy Bitsy Spider performed by the movie's own director, Kim, oh my God. Kimball Rendell, and his band, The Slice. Holy oh, fuck. Well, all right, well, I will, uh, I listen, I'll find out for you. That's pretty good. Uh, the only thing better than that would uh, be a heavy metal rendition of uh, Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. Yeah. <laughs> performed by the... <laughs> Maybe they got Kelsey Grammer to do guest vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm. speaking of music, yeah. Casey gave us oh, fuck. a punishment album yeah. uh, by the band called The Music. The. What the a bunch of dinks. Music. Yeah. Uh, they released a record in 2002 called The Music. <laughs> yep. Is and it was a colorful album. Yes, okay. with the big circle yeah, yeah. on it. Okay, good. This is their debut. It was certified gold. Uh it it was a it was fairly notable at the time. It got got some okay reviews, I guess, and uh yeah, they were they they were one of those bands like they're they're going to be a band, like yep. they're going to be an it band yeah. any, any minute. And then they released a bunch of other albums that nobody cared about. That's right. Were their parents the reviewers? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so this album was released, as I mentioned, 2002 on Capitol. Yeah, so this is a record. <laughs> How many people are in this band? Let's see here. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say on the music. Yeah. Um, I feel like they all have dick names, probably. Too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Robert Harvey. Oh, what yeah. a dick. What a dick. <laughs> nice name, idiot. Adam Nutter. <laughs> Yeah, Phil Jordan, Stuart Coleman, yeah, Yeah. four people. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. So the surprising thing about this for me was this came out around the time where there was a lot of the bands. There was the Strokes, the Vines, uh, and I kind of going into this expected it to be that. Expected it to be like we're the vintage rockers and we're here to sing. Vintage rock is back in a big way. Yeah, but which I guess it kind of is. But the but the first song on this record is like 
what did you think of the stone roses? <laughs> it, it, <it's, laughs> what if they were very more modern yeah. and uh, liked new age, new type of music or something? Like, I, there was something to it that felt less like we're going to do the like brash rock of the the bands and more of like we're the artsy guys and we yeah, do like totally. the yeah but i feel like it sort of like rolls into remember when stuff like kasabian was super big yeah 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 it's like, kind of like that a li- it has a bit of that dancey stuff to it a lot of the dancey yeah. is going on here honestly this kind of feels like Somebody took a bunch of low quality Zeppelin songs that I don't know, yeah. and did disco mashups with them. Yeah, uh, I hate this. It's just so overwrought and overproduced. Oh, God, yeah. like it is. Yeah, the production oh is God. even maybe what does it for me because the first song I was like, "All right, this yeah. is a dumb song and it's long, but like I get what you're going for. It's not the worst thing in the world." But there's something yeah. about the muddy kind of gross production that just makes it feel more annoying yeah. to me and that weird outro where where there's scratchy and yeah i, I don't know like not like yeah. not record scratchy just yeah no just scratching my eyeballs but out I to don't me know. the first song was the only thing on the record where i felt like okay you're going for something the rest of it sure. was like this is boring well, it's the same it's just yeah. the, it is the fucking same yeah for ever <laughs> oh, for the whole oh album. my god is it they're just wanking like yeah. just yeah. wanky wanky and that guy just <laughs> yeah and he's maybe even worse than than the rest of the band like the the if he yeah if he, this he was makes, a different singer boring, i'd be like well, whatever yeah yeah uh, what well, yeah 100 <laughs> percent. like they're <laughs> trying to listen to the lyrics and it's like all i hear is terrible. a baby yeah yeah he's awful this is terrible like, singer this is like if you had a if you invited them to a campfire they would bring like a 64 track recording <laughs> yeah. rig with them like yeah, that's yeah, amazing yeah. just to you just know to just be to be dicks. Dicks. you guys ready yeah. for the sing-along oh, yeah. no <laughs> you're not who's gonna play the swirl yeah oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah i i was really surprised i really thought this was gonna be like because the vines were very you know we got our one song and the other songs all sound the same but we're trying to do the rock and roll thing and the hives yes. and the hives yeah. like yeah. The, like they all had that yeah, similar fine. thing yeah and this is not that it no, yeah it's more in the so dancey horrible. stuff yeah it's yeah. too into the dancey the stuff. dance it's rock stuff utterly unremarkable yeah i want to know yeah i want to know who their fan base is like who like were they were they trying to appeal to like uh like college listeners at that time or mm, were I they trying so, yeah. to yeah this is supposed to be the yeah i think the i think your stone roses thing is fairly apt, oh bang right? on when you we're said gonna that, be like, the oh. dancey rock band yeah like, yeah we're gonna you know People are like freak out, man. <laughs> yeah, but it, but they feel like a band that's destined to be, or at least at this moment when they release this album, destined to be like someone made a playlist of those bands, and then we, oh yeah, I'll put that music song on it. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I'm sure they had devoted fan base or whatever, but but it just I felt can't imagine. I, it, it just <laughs> felt like yeah, we're yeah. a playlist band. Like we got the one or two songs someone will remember. They'll go back to the album in ten years and remember when that album was big. Uh, mm. It just, yeah, it doesn't feel like anything is going on here. No, it's a mess. Yeah. So the Just music disappointing fucking garbage. More down. like the bad music. That's it. Woo. <laughs> hey. oh. Uh so you listened to a terrible album and watched a bad movie. What are you going to give us? I'm going to I I'm curious about something. Their next album, Welcome to the yeah, North. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here, here's just okay. So, uh rock and roll band Aerosmith. Oh, yeah. Uh uh 
huge comeback for them in 1987 with Permanent Vacation. Sure. I'm not going to give you that album. Okay, good. Giant uh, record. Giant record with... Uh, Dude looks like a lady. Dude looks like a lady. Love in an elevator. No, that's the next record. Is that the next record? Yeah, yeah we did that one on yeah. something. Is it? it is. Okay. I think we did that on a Time Bandit. Maybe. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, yeah. Oh, anyway, Permanent Vacation is notable for two reasons. It starts off the huge Aerosmith comeback that has like big album followed by a bigger album followed by a bigger album. That's where you can yeah. pump, get a yeah. grip. Like they they crush the charts after starting with Permanent Vacation. Permanent Vacation is also significant as a comeback because like they were, things were not going well. No. It's also the first album where, in every album ever since, Aerosmith started using professional songwriters to help write their songs. Did okay. I know that? Oh, yeah. Desmond Child all yep. over that record. Look at the tr- the, the, the uh, writing credits on Permanent Vacation or any Aerosmith album following that, and there is another writer on every single song. They didn't write... Janie's got a gun alone. Right. They didn't write Angel. Angel. That right? was a big hit Angel, from Permanent Vacation. Hit, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so and, and that's weird. And, and and when you're a big like historic rock band, yeah. You know, I don't know how you can still rub. Say you rub shoulders with the Stones or whatever. I mean, yeah, I know they rip off a song here and there, yeah. the Stones, but whatever. You know, like you got fucking professional. So anyway, the album before. Permanent Vacation. Oh, God. It's from 1985. It's okay. called Done With Mirrors. Oh. I don't know any of the songs off of it because there's nothing was successful. It was a bomb. And I want to know how bad was this album that their label and managers <laughs> went, you guys need someone else to write your yeah. songs. Yeah. And it was bad enough that they went, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is the title of this like, we're not doing cocaine anymore? Uh, no, that's Permanent Vacation. Yeah. yeah, this is like they are coked out. Like yeah, Joe Perry, is. I don't think is in the band anymore. No, he, this is when he just came back to the band. Uh, for Dunn for Dunn with Mirrors. Oh yeah. wow, okay, okay. Oh, came yeah. back after going. Whoops, nothing out there for me. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're like seventies rock gods, ego ahoy. Like for you to go. Yeah, we don't know how to. <laughs> We're getting lost uh, here. Yeah, We're in you, the weeds. You got a guy who's going to write us some songs. That'd be great. Thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I want to know how dark things got. So, okay. Aerosmith, Done With Mirrors. Great. Last album of original material written by the band. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, now it's time to roll yeah. for next week. Yeah. Um, there is some stuff coming out, uh, Tomb Raider, but we yeah. are going to keep rolling with the yeah. winner's Tomb choice. Raider's not a winner. We're about to get into a slog of, of big fucking winners. movies. Yeah. So one last winner's choice week. Totally. Yeah. Um, and the loser is a horror movie uh, <laughs> released by a studio called Mar Vista, which released almost nothing yeah. but straight-to-video garbage, lots yeah. of Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this was another one of those where the synopsis took a turn. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> la, 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 this girl writes at school. She wants a scholarship. Her friends do, too. They hang out all the time. Then, kids are murdered. Yeah. Then, <laughs> every, it's a long yeah. synopsis. When I got to murder, well, I think it was, was actually like, not a synopsis. What? It was the pitch. Yeah. yeah. It oh, lulls you into it. Yeah. This but movie's it, called Hashtag Squad Goals. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> hashtag Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I guess it's Squad about goals. she's trying to get this scholarship but the people that are against her trying to get it are dying and maybe it's yeah. her or is it not and yeah. will anyone ever care mm, i don't know <laughs> so squad goals squad hashtag squad goals. hashtag squad goals hey maybe you could tell me some of your squad goals next week 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think about it. You got a week to figure it out. What yeah. are your squad goals? Yeah. Yeah. Listeners too, please write please us. Please write us in with your squad if goals. If any you have any uh, squad goals, I would really like to know yeah. what they are. So it's time to roll for those. I'm gonna roll first. Uh and Jamie is gonna roll for Casey. That's right. Hashtag Squad goals. That's a one. <laughs> that Great. is actually one of my squad goals. Oh, for to Dan get Dan to get a one. one. Yeah. <laughs> this is for Casey. All right. We're a squad here, Casey. Yeah. yeah. What's your goal? That's, That's a six. six. That's a good squad yeah, goal. That's clean. All right. Okay, what do we got? I got a six, too. That's a six. Yeah, yeah. I'm My six goals. suddenly doesn't feel so hashtag. special anymore. Dan. <laughs> hashtag Dan. <laughs> Dan. Well, yeah. hashtag bring his squad goals. <laughs> Wonderful. Right. Yeah, very good. So next week, we will talk about squad goals. We will talk about two winner's choice films. Yeah. And we will talk about an album by Aerosmith. Yeah. Please go to facebook.com slash SYNWPC. We're also SYNWPC on Twitter. Uh, Patreon.com. Uh, is is a site that we use. <laughs> you can go to modernsuperior.com, though, and click on our Patreon button <laughs> and uh, get into our Slack channel and more. Yeah. There's it's the button that says Patreon, right? We did yes. a big Oscars uh, pool together. Yeah, it was, it was for, fun. Just for bragging rights, no money. Totally. Involved. And it was really fun, and we all kind of like... There's people in the chat. Yeah, we were wow, all was, chatting with each other that through was the so Oscars. Fun. It's a bunch of fun. Yeah. Uh, you so, you got to be there. Yeah, and then you get the bonus episodes. Too. Yeah, more ABCs of films and Time Bandits episodes to come. That's right. So do all that, and we will see you next Wednesday. As always, goodbye, Internet. There's a ghost at the end of Safe Haven. Squad goals. Hashtag squad goals. (laughs) (laughs) This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.